This is a Space Wizards Tavern production. Legends of Tyria is brought to you by Audible. Hey, tomorrow's the big day. Christmas. We hope you enjoy it, but we want to give you one more thing. A gift from us. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash legends. Sign up for the free 30-day free trial from Audible, and you get one free audiobook, two if you're a Prime member, plus you get full access to their library. Keep your service going, cancel. Either way, you get to enjoy a lot of stuff for free. audibletrial.com forward slash legends. Many dangers lurk beyond the mists. Some flee from evil, where others brave the gap between chaos and peace to become legend. Welcome to the Legends of Tyria. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. This is our special Christmas edition of Legends of Tyria. And we're doing it live right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Legends of Tyria. We have chat. Good evening, chat. Everyone who's here. All of you here. You lovely people, you. Chat just blowing up. <laughs> uh, and I, we are joined up. We, I. I'm Jibs, and I'm joined by my good buddies, Sunny. Good evening. I'm, I'm feeling the Christmas spirit in the chat. There's uh, it's 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 overwhelming to uh, to be able to do something like this live during the Christmas season. Uh, we're all hyped up. There's just not enough eggnog in the world to uh, slow down this train at this point. <laughs> this is true. But we're trying. We're trying. This is true. And also by my brother from SoCal Cash. Toymaker Tick says every time you do a live <laughs> podcast and Azura gets its wings. <laughs> oh. That's just what we need, flying Azura. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Well, for everyone who's tuning in, uh, last week on the show, uh, spoiler alert for those of you here in chat, last week on the show, uh, we talked all kinds of stuff. We talked about Winner's Day, our first impressions of Winner's Day. Uh, chat's probably having a mental breakdown. No, they didn't. Um, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> the magic of editing. Don't worry. There's a method to our madness. There's a method. Uh, so anyway, we talked first impressions of Winner's Day. We also talked about uh, the uh, special raid competition that was going on. It was uh, definitely an awesome benefit uh, benefit raid um, competition. And then uh, we talked about a few other things. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it, so make sure you tune in. But this week on the show... It's a live show right here on Twitch, so everyone who's here, welcome again. You get to see everything before the edits, or whatever the lack thereof, whatever makes it in the post on this. And um, this week on the show, it's our Christmas episode. It's a special thing. We're going to be doing some Q&As and just chilling and having a good time and celebrating Christmas. And uh, the first week of the show. First week. First year of the show. So... It seems like the first week of the show sometimes. It does. And I'm sure to the listeners, they'd be like, is this... Are they new? Are they new to podcasting? <laughs> do they know you're yes. supposed to do that? <laughs> do they, have they done this before? It's a new. We know how to talk. We know how to talk on these. We don't know how to play this game. We said new. There's gonna be like a T-shirt with that on it. <laughs> That's the that's the summary of our entire show oh, yeah. right there. Good on microphones, not so much in game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I'll be honest, guys. I really don't know how to start to kick this off because really we could go in a million different directions. So 
Does, which one of you want to pose a question first? How do you want to start off the whole Christmas thing here? I will do, I will pose the question first. Um, and this is something where we've each got a couple questions for each other. And then we were looking for some questions from the chat since we're doing a live show here. Yeah. Um, so feel free, chat, uh, to put some questions in there. And JB will copy and paste them and yes. whatnot. And, and he'll read some of those out and, and kind of generally keep track of that. Because uh, Cash and I can't be trusted. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys this question because uh, it is... It, it, it is not related to the Christmas thing, but it is something I wanted to get right out of the way, right away, because it's such a big deal. You guys have spent an awful lot of time in World V World, and this is the new excitement. And so I'm going to ask you, name one thing in World V World that you would either add or take away or change to make it better. And how was your World V World experience? Ooh. 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 Oh, Cash, go ahead. Look like you're puckering for a fart. You go ahead. <laughs> that's not what it looks like, but that's fine that you think that. <laughs> what are you, my work wife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, so there's a lot of things that I like about World v. World, especially when uh, compared to other games with like massive PvP that we've played. And this isn't to disparage any other game that we've played, but... The biggest thing that hit me about World v. World right off the bat was the fact that it is incredibly smooth. Now, mm. granted, they've had a long time to like tweak and balance and do all the things that they need to do with the servers and people's pings. And, but I have never had a more crisp and clean, large open world PvP experience than I have in Guild Wars 2. Super fun. And that immediately hooked me. And the fact that there's all these achievements tied to it. Um, one of the things that I that I don't, I really haven't even talked to you about this, Jibs, but um, one of the things that I really do like is the fact that there are commanders for a lot of the things that you're doing. So there's always someone to follow. Very easy to follow somebody. And if you want to get into a group, it's as simple as getting to the map, finding where the commander is and clicking on the insignia and you can join the group and that's it. Like you're, you're rolling with them now. Um, I've enjoyed immensely the tactics that go on during that. Like there's a lot of times where you, you, you just get, you're in a little tiny ball and everybody's like hiding the entire raid group, like hiding behind this, a little feature in the world <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for the enemy Zerg to come by. Did that really happen? Oh my it. gosh, it happens all <laughs> the time. It's super tactical. So That is hilarious. I absolutely love that. Now, the one thing I do not love is it takes a while to get to where you've got to go. And if you get caught by yourself, and maybe that's like kind of part of the magic of it too, but... I'm at the point right now where I do not have my work lock. And if you don't know World v. World, you have to do work to get your mount in the game, which I think is absolutely fantastic. So I'm doing a lot of running around on my own, which sucks. So two things with that. One, it takes a while to get to where you need to get if you die and you have to spawn all the way back in your territory and then get all the way back to where the battles are taking place. It can take a while. And if you get caught, 
you're done. You're, you're absolutely, you're either going to get zerged over and like at this point, I'm not super good at PvP because I'm, I'm more of a support character. So it's a little bit more difficult for me to survive that. The one thing that I hate that I wish would be taken out is that only in certain areas can you use your glider. And unless you're paying attention to the map, the territories that you own are the ones, at least as far as I understand, are the ones that you can use your glider in, right? The glider is an innate <laughs> part of the game. So if you cross over I the know territory where this is going. <laughs> into... You cross over a territory into an enemy territory and you try to use your mount, say, when you're following the group and you're, say, jumping off of a cliff, it is the wrong effing time to realize you may not access your glider because you're going to die. And then as my first point stood, you will end up all the way back at your base camp trying to get back just because you <laughs> took a flying leap off of a cliff. So small thing to change, but that'd be really nice to see that get changed. All right, JB, what do you think? I think that's hilarious because it really, like what he's talking about with the glider, like it really lends to self-awareness, like where you're at and what's going on in the map. And then for something like that, it just goes horrifically wrong. My thing with me, like I don't even make it to the glider. I lunge off that cliff and it's just, ah, <laughs> and then there's no glider yeah. coming out. <laughs> Mistakes were made. <laughs> it's like you go from feeling yeah. triumphant and powerful to ah, and start screaming while you're on your way down to your death. It's just especially within a Sura because they the way they fall. Yeah, they're like <laughs> just trying to grab the air. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, I had the best experience in my entire MMO career. Uh, it's right up there with CloudRest plus three on in Elder Scrolls Online. Those of you who do rating in ESL, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you here in chat, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But hands down, was one of the best experiences ever. And that was in World v. World. And it was when you're taking a keep. It was a raid boss. And while our team was claiming the keep, you had a whole other team... In one side, trying imagine like this big room that's got multiple entrances, okay? So we're fighting the dude in the middle, and then you've got another army over here full of players, a raid group of players, and then players back behind you. So while I'm while we're fighting this raid boss, you've got all this other stuff going on. It was so intense. It was so intense. It goes down easily. Craziest moment ever in any MMO. It, it it was it was just mind-boggling. You know the difficulty was there, the group, the fight. I mean, you got stuff going on everywhere. You know you're trying not to die. People who are dying, they're resin because you know how Guild Wars two players are. If people go down, we get them up. And so you know it's just oh. And I got my War Claw mount this week, uh, which is you know just makes you know cruising through there so much easier. And man, it I tell you, it's smooth. It is, like you said, Cash, it is smooth like butter. I mean, even when the fights are going, I mean, you're talking huge fights. Yeah, you may see just a slight frame drop, but that's it. That is it. It is solid. The code in this game is solid from the ground up, and you see it in World v. World. That's super cool. I remember you trying to explain to me that that fight that you had with the, the keep. <laughs> Just like, like a kid, and then I did this, and then I went and did this, and then a guy came out of nowhere and did this. <laughs> like, Whoa! What is happening? Talk like that's when we were doing the camping. 
I didn't realize you talked like you burnt his tongue. <laughs> it was hard for me to understand. It that's that's what, how it came into my ear holes. It was just a mush, a mush of excitement. Oh. But that, it, I mean, we do sound like little kids when we when we talk about different parts of the game like that. And that one was, we were, I think, I think parts of us were a little scared to get into World v. World because we knew that was is most likely going to be a major focus of of what we do in this game. And we ended up getting in there because of the, um, they had a, like a beta event, right? Jibs, what was that? It, all I remember is Jib saying, get into World v. World, you can get an achievement, there's a beta thing going on, and like, okay! And this is all my, like, <laughs> clicking all the clickies just to do it. So I really didn't even know why we were, weren't they testing some stuff out? Uh, yeah, the first time, yeah, they were doing, uh, it was a, the, for the new changes coming up. And we got, because we were doing it originally, because we said we were going to do it on the show, but also because the motif, or not motif, the uh, outfit style that uh, that came along with it. I love that you said motif. I know, right? You know where, <laughs> you know a, where my head's at. You're such an old soul. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, old. But, like a year. so anyway, we ended up getting in for that particular reason, and I think we were we were at first like a little hesitant to get in just because we, we were nervous that it was going to be good or bad. Like, we just didn't know where it was going to be. And I, after the first, like, hour, we were like, this is really good. So yeah. the world is absolutely beautiful. The zones are huge. There's other stuff to do. If even if you're if you're a lone player, like you can escort Doliacs back and forth and help supply chains. And it is it's a pretty in-depth system. And I think we were very pleased with World of Be World. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I oh yeah. And can I can I jump in line? Can I give the next question? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, G- boy. Gentlemen. <laughs> Where do you Here think go. I'm going? <laughs> It's always a li- there's always just a little bit of level of fear whenever one of yeah. us says something the other one is not expecting. You're a little <laughs> overzealous, a little, a little quick to move on, and so I know you got something up your sleeve. Go. It's, You're a genu- on. <laughs> it's a genuine thing. It's like, okay, here's what it is. It's one of those things where it's like, if you know, it, it's a dad thing. You know your kids are going to ask you 500 questions in the next five minutes. So you have to make sure and get this thought out or get this thing out before you, <laughs> go, to the, you, go, you go to the kitchen for something. You don't even remember what it is. The now. gods of children will pluck it out of your head. <laughs> I knew you were five. So, okay, so okay. Just, just just a real quick segue here. Do we, is this all Guild Wars 2 questions? Or have to be. We're open. We're open. It's open season. Wait, okay. I mean, this is Wait, the no, 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 no. This is not like an AMA. <laughs> Sonny, are you a... <laughs> we need boundaries here, people. <laughs> yeah, what's your sign, son? <laughs> okay, so uh, here's my question for you gentlemen. So we came, you know, it's been, uh, this will be episode, yeah, episode nine. So just over two months in, near the end of the, near the end of the year, what to you has been, you would say your most surprising moment or surprise, like what has surprised you the most? It could be a moment. It could be a feature. It could be the game, something in the game, you know, like what has stood out to you as like, whoa kind of moment i i know the answer to this one right away and it's something that happens to you immediately and that is the change of the skill bar when you change your weapon or when you pick something up or when you go underwater yeah (laughs) or when you go underwater and change your weapon i mean it's just like it's a constant changing of what's on your skill bar and the fact that you can get one weapon and have this particular cool set of skills 
and then drop it and load up another front bar and back bar different weapons just by changing your weapon that kind of blew my mind i had totally forgotten that that was a thing in this game from when we played it a million years ago at the beginning uh it is i don't know any other game that does that right like your skill bar is your skill bar it's kind of what it is but this is just it's so much uh and so to be able to learn a uh, a class then learn the weapons in that class and you have i don't know you have like eight or nine different kinds of weapons that you that a class can use it's just a it's a very uh, intimidating and very cool thing uh, that happens in this game that was that was by far the biggest surprise to me was when i first switched my weapons and all, all the skills on my skill bar changed i was like oh well, i was just yeah. i just learning that one <laughs> i think the beautiful part about a game like this is it can be as simple or as complex as you choose to make it be. Now, oh, if you yeah. did your research, which I know we all did when we when we started our first characters. So Sunny, for you, it was one you did your research one time, and Jibs and I did it once for every race and profession <laughs> that you could have in this effing game. Um, but there are varying levels of complexity to each of these professions, and you know you take. Um, just take it, like any of the harder classes to play and um, compare them to the classes that are easier to play. And I'll, I'll say just like um, uh, uh, engineer is one of the easier classes to play, but can still be complex depending on where you spec at endgame. Um, whereas you look at, you know, some of the caster classes or say the ranger class are going to be um, a little bit easier to play uh, as opposed to some other classes like the mesmer that are, just all kinds of things like your bars are going to change. It's a freaking literal like digital seizure in front of your face. <laughs> how fast this stuff is changing. And you have to master all of these different bars if you're going to be good, effective and get the most of what you can out of that. So I agree with you um, that that is maybe a little overwhelming at first, but it adds several layers of that complexity. That I think a lot of gamers really strive to get mm. and, you can play it as easy as you want or as hard as you want. Um, yeah. I think for me to answer your question, Jibs, uh, the thing that was probably the most surprising to me was the fact that the world is vast up top, like at ground level, the world is vast, right? Right. right. Then you go underwater and realize, oh my God, it's twice as big as I thought it was. With the, the content that's underwater, the underwater cave systems and caverns that you just happen to find. Yeah. I'm swimming underwater looking for frugal binders, and all of a sudden I find this hole that's hidden by some kelp. Okay? Yeah, we're swimming in that, so we go swim through that, and it's a complete new area of the zone that I'm in that I never would have known was there, but I happen to find it by a crack behind some kelp. And that blows my freaking mind. Yeah. Then you take it a step further than that and you go into some of the more recent expansions and content and you find that same depth of the world, but it's vertical. And I'm talking about Heart of Thorns and some of the other areas too, but Heart oh. of Thorns is like a stark my contrast goodness. of just this level 
world and now you're looking straight up and there is stuff as far as the ceiling can take you right it's like oh my gosh and that's where these mounts come in and your gliders and being able to get to some of these areas you literally have to do you know like hop skips and jumps just to get relatively close and then happen to glide in the right spot to get to some of these areas it's just insane how vertical the game is i think that was probably the biggest the biggest surprise to me yeah the underwater thing for me is still one of the most intimidating parts of the game i do not go underwater i know it's there every time i splash into the water i'm like yes someone's watched jaws too much (laughs) it's just it's just not something that i'm i'm terribly uh terribly ready for jb (laughs) what about you um so before i go uh Joey Chaos in chat says, ESO is my MMO, but after listening to your pod, I downloaded and tried Guild Wars 2 and have been having fun. That's awesome. Well, I feel like we've done our job and we've done our job. (laughs) And Wataro. Wataro said that uh, she has downloaded Guild Guild Wars 2, but haven't tried it yet. Jump in. Jump in the Discord. We don't want to take anybody from your game. Like, we definitely don't want to do that. Uh, if you have your game and you play them, just play it and love it. But man, this game is fun. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Cash, you're up. I am up. So I'll, I'll give you guys a choice. Do you want a Guild Wars 2 related question or just a general question? Uh, I'm frightened. <laughs> They're easy. I'm going to I don't think I can. Anyway. I don't think I can pass up the idea of a, just a general question. Okay. This one should be relatively easy. But I want I want true answers from your heart. Ready? Okay. Jeff, you're going first. Oh. Number one favorite Christmas movie of all time and why? Christmas Vacation. It's a classic. Oh, it's so generic. It's, so no, it's not. You watch your mouth. You're so missionary. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Is that going to make it through post? <laughs> Did you just say uh, what does that mean? Please, elaborate. It. What does this nope, even mean? Nope, nope, <laughs> no, look at, nope. Look at, look at Sonny's nope. little puffed up face. <laughs> look, it's not a cuss word. I'm going to make you go uh, through the hassle of figuring uh, out what that means. I know exactly what it means. Anyway, oh I love God. Christmas Vacation because of all the one-liners. We watched that with my family every year growing up. You know, the lines in chat, the blessing. You've also, blessing. You've also got, when he goes on that full <laughs> rant and then he polishes it off with, oh, hallelujah, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> so great. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll allow it. Because it's it is probably one of the best. See for sure, man. All right, Sonny. <laughs> um, so I got like the new the new and the old, right? Um, the old uh, I remember watching with my sister. Uh, my sister and I and didn't get along very well as kids, um, but when Christmas was coming, a Christmas story was on, and they would just loop it. And man, we watched that religiously. So that holds a very warm spot in, in my heart. Um, as far as modern day Christmas movies, I just don't know how you can beat Elf. Elf is so good That's front good to back and is just a great modern Christmas masterpiece that will exist forever. Now, if my wife was listening, she was in the chat a little bit earlier. The answer is whatever movie came out in the last 48 hours from Hallmark. <laughs> Oh. It's like a Christmas prince, a day for Christmas, Christmas this year. 
with princesses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're all the same. Christmas just, princess princess. A prince a princess princess on Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's funny. A Yule oh. prince. <laughs> you know, oh, it's just funny. they're all the same. It's just that they and they just there must be like a factory somewhere where they have like extras just roll in and they just churn out Christmas movies yep. all day long. Here's a new script. This one is extra cheesy. <laughs> right. We need could you to we, really nail I this I could just role. see the, the, the producers like, oh, that's really good, but do you think we could add a prince? <laughs> <laughs> but you don't oh, find out he's the prince until the last five <gasps> minutes. Act three. Okay. He's a prince. What <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Plot twist. Uh, They're all princes. <laughs> okay. So I, I like those answers. Quick question here before I give you mine. Um, have you seen A Christmas Story Christmas? No. A, oh, is this the new one? Yes, it's the oh, new one when Ralphie is our age. <laughs> and it's it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. It's definitely worth a watch for the nostalgia. So I'll throw I will. I will watch that just for the for the nostalgia. Just because the yeah. Christmas Story is so classic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mine is debatable. It's uh, sometimes um, controversial um, oh, I know because some going. people don't really consider this a Christmas movie, but I'll fight you over it. Um, die Hard. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. The I knew that it would be Die Hard. Yes. No, like even chat's yes. like, it's Die Hard. <laughs> it, it absolutely is. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. I'm sorry, you guys. Die Hard is my number one all-time Christmas movie. There's some hilarious stuff uh, out, like the advent calendar when Hans is falling off, what is it, Nakatomi Plaza or something yeah, like that, yeah. and it just counts down the floors <laughs> until Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's doing the thing, he's like, oh. Oh, that's so funny. Good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I need to locate that and make it part of my life permanently. That's fantastic. Uh, all right, well, let's pull some questions here uh, from the chat. We got some. We got, oh, my God. Yeah, we got five. All right, so uh, Gone Crazy asks, what freaking characters, quote, what freaking characters have you rolled this week? Because I know you, I know at least one of you has to have done it. Well, I'll go first because it'll be very fast, and the answer is Mesmer. I will, I'm still sticking with my Mesmer. You're so boring. Show over. <laughs> Exit stage right. Uh, so here's the here's the question though: Has JB or Cash most recently rolled a new character? No, but I'll be the first to tell you, the first to tell you, I am absolutely missing, um, playing a class that's like a paladin. Like that was one of my favorite classes in Warcraft. I am missing that, admittedly. Um, but no, I'm holding strong with my uh, scrapper engineer. So. Is there this a paladin-like class in yes. Guild Wars? Yes, it's Guardian, yes. but it's very boon-heavy. And I tell you what, Dragon Hunter just got a huge buff in that regard. So, in Oh, fact. here he goes. That's how it starts. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I've known you for way too effing long, and that is that's how, a, how it starts. That's no, a keyword. That's a buzzword. No, no, I'm not. Okay. Okay. Look at that thing. Yeah, Why, are Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Let's <laughs> I'm totally on. I'm totally on your side. You're no, all I'm saying is that's how it happens. You get mad, your nasal cavity mad. flares up. You're and it's mad. doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know what's fun? You know what's funny is I could totally troll him with a single phone call. Just be like, "Yeah, man, I don't know. Do you just it just it, 
like I'm sure you're having fun on your engineer, but it just looks like you there was way more bang for your buck on yeah, such and such just, class. I just really don't know if you're getting enough DPS out of that thing. Yeah. I just want to let you both quiet. know on the other line, <laughs> there will be two middle fingers waving at the phone. <laughs> waving at the phone. Uh, yeah, so I I really don't have any room to talk or F with him on this one because I'm the worst. I I have been the worst. Like I'm the one that had three I had three different rangers. They were all different races. Um but anyway, I I did settle on the druid. Um I think the next closest for me was the heel mech. I was really enjoying the heel mech quite a bit, but I just love the naturey thing, so I kind of stuck with him. I even rolled a um firebrand because mm-hmm. I wanted to try the heel brand spec. Uh, which is a guardian, and I really did like the play style, but I just like ranged better. So, still on the druid, holding strong. Hmm. Yep, little Professor Wild Spirit. Okay. Why don't I ask a question from uh, the chat here from Master Conniff? Okay. Which zone in Guild Wars 2 was the most impressive to you? And that kind of goes with uh, Wataru says, uh, what is your favorite area in the game? So those questions are kind of the same. Which is which is your favorite and most impressive uh, zone? Hmm. Cash, go ahead. I'll go first. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really love the Asura areas uh, areas areas. I really love the the Asura areas. (laughs) One more time. Areas. (laughs) Uh, Metrica Province is probably my favorite zone of the game. Uh, this is going to be stupid, but it reminds me so much of Star Wars with mm. the jungle motif mm. and the technology. And uh, particularly um, like Endor, you know, the areas of Endor that the that the Imperials were in. And uh, oh, yeah. this is just it's so crazy that I'm even saying this. Bespin. <laughs> You know what I oh, mean? Wow. But it reminds me of those areas where you have technology just right out in the middle of this dense jungle. Yeah. I love that part. So I would say Metrica Province is probably my favorite area. <sighs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I think, you know, that's a good choice. That's a solid choice. Uh, you know, I, I think of Path of Fire from all the Hero Point trains that I've done. And I know yeah. that that zone is totally going to slurp me in once I actually start it. Um, but I'm going to say right now for me, I'm a huge like winter area sucker. So like whenever it comes to me leveling a tune in Warcraft, if it's a gnome or a dwarf, I love the starting area, you know, that winter vibe. Same thing in ESO. I loved being in Gray- the Greymore areas because it felt like Skyrim. It was a winter vibe. So I think for me with this game, Frost Gorge sound, it's immediately... Um, uh, no, I'm sorry. I told I told you wrong. Uh, Wayfarer Foothills, that whole area. So it's like as soon as you finish up the the starting area of of the Norn, and you just go north. I believe that's the name of it, or Snowden Drifts. One of those. Anyway, point being, it's all snow, and um, <laughs> and it was where I found my first world boss uh, happening right in the middle of the fight, and uh, just a lot of really cool memories and seeing the snow. And of course, it's fitting being in the Christmas special here. So it was fun. I like oh. that. Spot. Yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. That's I like a good answer. It's a better else. answer than what mm-hmm. I have. That was better in cash. Um, that's all that matters. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I guess I'm going to kind of cheat on this, and I'm going to say that the most impressive uh, zones for me have been the cities, um, the the various cities that you get to go to. Divinity's Reach, 
Lion's Arch, um, Radisum, all these all these giant cities and just the way and the detail that they're laid out. I love the cities and the diversity between the kinds of cities based on the races. Uh, just really, really cool. Uh, Divinity's Reach is probably my favorite city in in any game. Yes, the chat says because that's where the trading post is. You never yeah, leave. That's, that's you know. Let me make a point. No, I want to make a point. That's Atlas, one of our new friends, that very quickly realized how addicted you are to the trading post. You well never played. like you you like leave the city to use the outhouse and then you come back to, to <laughs> like it's scary out there. This want to hurt me. There's a danger, danger, danger. Um, I danger. will say uh, outside of the cities, the the place that I am trying not to ruin for myself. This game has so much story, right? And so you finish the main story, and then you have all these living worlds and all of this other stuff, and. It's not like a game where they don't want to uh, disrupt the main characters or anything. Like, stuff is happening in this game. Uh, and so I don't want to ruin it, but I am telling you that uh, the End of Dragon stuff with the Japanese feel uh, is just spectacular. Uh, I've, I went over there oh. to unlock fishing, and it is just lights out. So I'm really excited to kind of make my way through the story so that I can then go do that stuff. Because I don't want to ruin it for myself, but man, that is a cool look. I I ended up doing a whole. Uh, I did a stream where we just rebuilt my character with a with a wardrobe change to make it look uh, sort of like an ancient Japanese look, and it. I mean, it's just, it's great. They've done a great job with some of that stuff. I have a feeling mm. that our answers for this particular question might be different in a year from now. Oh, because I would expect so. Yeah. We'll have seen everything. So like that, what you just answered right there about, about some of the, the areas, uh, the more um, Eastern influence areas. Oh my gosh. Like that. You're absolutely right. Like that could be the cat's meow by the time we get up there, but I'm trying to do everything. I think Jibs is doing the same thing. We're trying to do everything in the order of which it came out for the most part. Yeah. Um, which makes it hard to play with some of our friends because they're just like, we're over here, then we're over here, and we're over here, we're over here. And we follow them doing all that stuff. But yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um, we're rolling on the next on the next question. As a matter of fact, uh, Atlas just making a funny comment in our chat uh, put this um, this question up. Which event did you like better since you've been able to play both? The Halloween event or the Winter's Day event? Jibs. Oh, man. That's like picking between my favorite kids. Uh... <laughs> you should do that too. I uh, should do that also. That's yeah. not good. That's not especially around Christmas. Set the precedent right away. <laughs> let them know. Let them know. Uh, <laughs> um, I think for me, oh, this is so tough because I love the vibe of, of Christmas. I, Christmas is my all-time favorite holiday of the year in real life. It's my Jimmy Jam. So I love the vibe of Christmas. I like the snow and just just the joy. But I can't get my mind off that labyrinth and Steve and just how Lion's Arch becomes this just Halloween town that's, and mind you, it's not like the whole town, right? Any means, and granted, you know, neither is Winter's Day. It doesn't take over the whole town. But for me, I think I'm going to probably go. Oh, 
and I'm conflicted. Let me be clear. I'm conflicted, but I think I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go with Shadow of the Mad King. That to me, you know, when you're in the labyrinth and you're hearing, uh, um, is it Paulo? No, I'm not saying that wrong. Is that saying right? Paulo, uh, the Mad King's bantering with, um, yeah. Paulo Joko. Paulo, thank you. And they're going back and forth and cutting jokes the whole time. I'm just, you know, I, I love that. I love seeing how the community kind of rallies to that with the trains and everyone's just, you know, in Discord. We're just chilling, having a good time, having a few drinks and just going around the train and just, I, I love that. Um, so I think from a whole standpoint experience in my long rant, I'm going to go with Shadow of the Mad King. Fair enough. Is it is it my turn or is it Hell your turn? Hell yeah, it's your okay. turn. I'm, it's taking, right. I'm taking notes on these. All right, it's I'm going to give a, like a very technical answer here to this um, because I really like the Christmas stuff. Um, I'm not a Halloween guy. Uh, I don't like scary movies. I don't do I don't do that. That's not my jam. Cash owned a hearse. <laughs> like this is clearly <laughs> in his wheelhouse. This is not who I am. Um, and I love the Christmas stuff. The Christmas stuff is great. But as far as like the execution of it from a gaming standpoint, I think that they did a better job on the Halloween one. The Halloween event is just really well put together. Um, it, it, Lion's Arch looks great. You have a real good idea on what's going on. There's lots of stuff to do. The whole labyrinth thing that doesn't exist in uh, the Christmas world is really cool. That's not to say that uh, those uh, those events in the Christmas thing aren't cool, too. They are cool. It's just kind of a... It, we're new to this, and uh, <laughs> I think that after being in it for a few days, we're just a little bit overwhelmed. Whereas the Halloween thing, you felt like you were... Uh, you had a better plan on, on what was going on and everything was just a little bit clearer for me. So, so from a technical standpoint, I think that the Halloween event was better, but I personally probably enjoy the Christmas feel of everything a little bit more. Mm. I think that is a, that's a pretty tough one to answer because I do love both, uh, both holidays, uh, as those are my two pinnacle holidays for the year for sure. But I just, you just can't beat Halloween. That's to mm. me, you just can't beat. And maybe it's, it, it speaks to all the sinister stuff that goes through my head on a daily basis. <laughs> but, um, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I feel like the freaking mad King, but no, I just, I, I absolutely love Halloween. It's a big deal in my house. And, um, yeah. you know, my girls are both big, big, big Halloween fans. And oh, yeah, yeah. I did actually own a hearse for quite a few years and Those were good years. Uh, so it's just, just those were great years. You know, when I came over this year, that's one thing that would have been cool. Take a ride in the hearse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, why I had to sell the hearse. Uh, no. Uh, filled with dead people. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, we had uh, my rule was if we were this is a total side story, you guys, and I'm completely fine with it. So, hi, come along this little journey with us. Um, it was my my only stipulation because my wife wanted the hearse bad. The only stipulation was if we can fit it in the garage, because it is not going to go on my driveway. I'm not going to become that neighbor. Hearse guy. has a hearse <laughs> in, in his driveway oh, all good. the time. So um, we had a 1971 Cadillac hearse, and it was 22 feet long. Oh and my it God. fits in my garage. So the perfect body hauler. Once it's a literal boat. <laughs> Once my daughter came of age, it was it was massive, massive. But it was 
absolutely beautiful, like super fun project. Anyway, um, once my daughter came of age, she had to get a car and we wouldn't have any room. So she got a car and that's what's in the spot the hearse used to be in now. It's my daughter's car. So, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Sad day. That's good. Very that's sad good. Day. That's good. Tower tower defense, though, in the Christmas thing, that one's tough to beat. That might be my favorite yeah. event of all the things. Oh. That was so much fun. Yeah. Jibs, we got to get you in on that one. Okay. That is, it's a it, good time. I, I got to just do it again. Because, you know, I did it recently, and I'm like, I don't understand what I'm doing. No, you got to do it with friends. You okay. got to do it with friends. Okay. Everything's better with friends. Just like gaming. I do want to echo, though, what, what you guys said about the, um, about the labyrinth. The labyrinth to me, as a a diehard gamer, a, more of a hard I'm, I'm, I'm a hardcore gamer. Okay, fine, I am. It gave me something to do, and a focus yeah. every single day I logged in. Right. Whereas I feel that the Christmas event has less of that. Oh, yeah, I would There's, agree with that. Now the the Halloween event had more of a sinister focus to it. It had right. a sinister theme to it, right? Where right. you had this antagonist who was coming is that the antagonist? That's the antagonist. Um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Mad King, that was causing an issue. I mean, we did a history lesson on who the Mad King was and what he, the things that he did and like, whoa, like yeah. mind overload. He was a <laughs> bad dude. Right. Um, so to see that that particular part of the game had an antagonist well the christmas one doesn't necessarily have that right am i wrong yeah no you're that's right it's no you're absolutely like a celebration good good vibes good feels right that's why it was hard to do the history lesson because there isn't the mad king right exactly the mad king gave you a ton of history with all the stuff and for the christmas one it's basically a celebration of like the calendar change Right. right and i'm gonna ask you a very a very cash question on this on the Choya scale, Christmas, <laughs> Halloween. I'm going to give Halloween four Choyas. Okay. I'm going to give Christmas three and a half Choyas. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I didn't peg Halloween out is because there's always room for improvement. Changes. Could be some changes. So I could have gone four and a half, three and a half. I could have gone four and a half, four. But that's where I was, because I think there's plenty of room for improvement. It's just not quite perfect. JB, Choya scale? Uh, I'm going to say four and a half on Shadow of the Mad King, uh, because they always say there's always room for improvement. It can't be perfect, right? Otherwise, I would say five. Um, and then three, <laughs> three and a half for the Christmas event. Fair enough. What about you? Uh, me? Yeah. Um, I would rate the... Uh, I'm going to give the... The Halloween one, even though it's not my thing, like it was, it's just, I don't know how you'd beat it. Like, it's just so well executed. Mm. It's got all the things. I guess if there was one thing I would change about it, I'm going to give it five choyas. I'm going to give it five choyas because I, I, I'm not afraid to, uh, to, to peg something out like that. The Christmas one, I'm going to give four choyas. The one thing on the Halloween thing that I would really like to change, or I'm just not sure, and I may have to revisit it later, is the scavenger hunt i don't know how any sane human being could find where they're supposed to go based off of those clues in the halloween scavenger hunt (laughs) it is impossible like i was using the wiki and still struggling with it so uh yeah but it's just it's 
a tremendously well executed event. Mm. The Christmas one is super fun, um, but it's like it's a fire hose of holiday. <laughs> it's just all of it, all at once, all the time. <laughs> yeah, you walk down the staircase and it's just it. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. Uh, fair enough. Okay, gentlemen, we got another question here from chat. Uh, this one is from. Oh, I'm gonna butcher your name. I'm sorry, Rafu, ninety three. Is that right? Am I close? Yeah, I think is that's that a five close. out of five choose. That, that's not that hard. <laughs> okay, that one wasn't that hard. That was pretty hard. <laughs> it's just, it's just slow down. You just you take it a, st- a letter at a time. Okay. You yeah. slow it down. You and you link them all together. Okay. And it makes a sound. Are you trying to say that the English language is easy and doesn't have weird rules? Is that what you're saying? It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the worst language on the planet. Yeah, it's terrible. For, uh, like, what? Okay. Ro, ro, road. Ro, roads. Moose. Such a weird Meese? word. Mooses? What? Meese? <laughs> oh. uh, all right. Rafu says, what's your favorite thing about the class you're currently playing? I'll take it. So easy. <laughs> so It's so easy for me. I've talked about it in other uh, on some of our other shows, too. Is um, This is the first time in any game ever that I've been able to play a nature motif bow using magic healer with a staff. I can do all of those things all at one time on my druid and I love it. I'm not a thousand percent in love with the mechanics of those said things. I think that there's room for improvement there, but every time I try another class, I land right back on my druid just because I've always, always loved the nature ranger living off the land magic using bow using healer that's mm. that's it it's just, for me it's purely aesthetic yeah. and i'm loving it mm. that's awesome though like the the fact yeah. that you've been searching for a game that had uh, something like that in it and then you finally find it uh to let you play the character that you want to play like that's Welcome to RPGs, right? You're you're playing an RPG and you're getting to roll the character that you want to roll. So, yeah, that, that's that's fantastic. Um, for me, it is uh, the confusion. I love so much the confusion that the mesmer creates uh, with other players. I love that when I'm out there doing my thing, that I have to. I have to basically rely on other people being confused. Otherwise, I'm going to pop like a balloon if they get a hold of me. And so I have to be I have to be very good at what I do. Otherwise, it's over in a heartbeat. But man, the confusion when you're popping clones and you're just jumping away and leaving a, a person that looks like you, that's attacking like you in the way, it is priceless. It is a great, great feeling. And it's and it's a class that, that, that I've never seen in another game. Like, there's no other games that have mesmers. It's just a super fun experience. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, I've heard that often is just how unique Mesmers are and, you know, to any other MMO. And uh, it's neat to, I can't stand facing them in PvP, but, <laughs> man, are they unique. And the the stuff that they bring to the table, it's definitely in its, like, own, own ecosphere, you know? Like, there's nothing else like it ever, anywhere that I've seen. So... Yeah, very frustrating class to, to fight. For, mm-hmm. sure. for sure, for sure. Cash, do you got a question? I do. I have a question for you guys. I think it'll be a, a nice uh, nice rounder here. Um, but it's, it's Christmas and Guild Wars 2 kind of rolled into one. So let's roll here. Okay. 
if Santa <laughs> gave you both a Christmas wish mm. and said that your favorite feature from any MMO, anything, could be added to Guild Wars 2 on the next patch, what mm. would that feature be? Ooh. We're going to go Boy. with Sunny on this one. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. This yeah. is a very important one. This is a really tough one, and there's a couple things that just instantly popped into my head. Um, one of them was from Star Wars Galaxies, believe it or not. The jump to light speed expansion uh, really had you do some super cool flying stuff. And I know that flying exists in this game, and so I would like to see something akin to like an almost PvP dogfight type of sky adventure, which Whoa. would be really neat. That now, that's like a pipe dream, right? Like that's not an easy ad, but that would be cool. Oh man, that's wall of crazy stuff. I don't think that's too nuts. I mean, look at look at the zones. Look how vertical the zones are that they right, already like, have. Why couldn't there be a sky zone? They exist like that to be able to have like, and the and the the story behind it would be easy, right? There's all these battles that are going on all the time, and so to establish like air dominance or something like that in the uh, in the game uh, would be really neat. Whoa, with some kind of Asura technology, where they have these, they're well, they already have like uh, steampunk looking airships. Why couldn't sure. you have? Planes. You could even you could even learn to do it with like an Asura reality trainer, you know, a reality matrix trainer where you get to go in and practice and stuff. I think, oh. I think chat nailed it. Sky scale fights. You do that and just have Asura strap weaponry on a sky scale and then go to town. This is what I'm saying, right? How cool would that be? Uh, Holy crap. Like that's a God, mine's terrible now that, that you said that. <laughs> There's no way. I redact this question. It's a stupid one. It's like a 25 <laughs> slot bag. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I think for me, it would be easily uh, Wildstar housing system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good the one. The Wildstar housing system. Which was the best housing system? The best. Housing that's system. the. It was the. It's yeah. the. It's five. The that's king. a five choya housing system. It's is the what goat for housing choice. system. Yeah. Gosh, that's a, you guys had really good ones. Mine was so stupid. Now, well, what? <laughs> <You're> such an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> no, mine was just very simply open world PvP. Oh, open world. Okay. Okay. Open world PvP. Okay. Um, now, whether it is like new world style where you flag up, or whether it is a completely different server that you roll on. Um, I would love open world PvP. And the reason being, you get the sense of danger everywhere. And I really like that a lot. Now, yeah. how they would pull it off, because there's no faction system, I don't know how they would really pull that off. But, um, yeah. Oof. yeah. Man, that, that's a game changer, though, right? To add that. You're right. It's that level of fear all the time everywhere. Yeah. I don't know if I would love that, <laughs> but it is, uh, that is a, that is a cool one. That would be a yeah. good one. I like what Prozer says yep. in chat. They should do it like a purge style, open world PVP. <laughs> <laughs> you want to charge me what for that? <laughs> first of all, Ardeth says, get out of my head. <laughs> Atlas says I wouldn't be making any friends if Guild Wars 2 had open world PVP. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's funny yeah. that you bring up Ardeth, because I'm going to bring us into our, one of our last questions here. 
from our desk says, uh, what is your favorite part of the PvP in Guild Wars 2 compared to other MMOs? Uh, the resing of people, how any class can res a person. Uh, I love that so much. I love that every class has the incentive to pick a pick a person up when they go down. Mm. Um, that you don't have to rely on a healer to do that. That like if your warrior or your engineer or whatever it is, uh, is the person that's nearest that person, that everyone appreciates that being down, being down a character is not ideal. And they sort of rush to go get them back up to get them back in the fight. That yeah. creates a really cool PvP experience. Right. Okay. I like the balance. I like the balance so far. I like the fact that any class and any spec can have a chance mm. at something else. I wish there was more one v oneing. Yeah. To where you could duel. I think that would be fantastic oh, yeah. for practicing. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, um, but um, I, I really like from what I have seen uh, the amount of balance there is. And there are obviously some classes that are stronger than others at times on the giant spectrum of time that there is. There's it, you know, balance is a constant battle for a development team. But I think, with this many years in, they've done a pretty damn good job of balancing everything out to where every class has the ability to survive and win. Yeah, that, those are both really good points. I think for me, it and this is something I talked about in a previous episode, and one thing it's that once you're in PvP, gear doesn't matter. It just, you, you have to have something equipped just so you can make sure you're getting the full, like, generic bonus that everyone gets, but it doesn't matter. It's just about skill and your class builds that you're using. And to that notion, i say that's, also, that's my favorite, but I will also always caveat the fact that I do like a gear grind when it's done appropriately and set up appropriately. Because I like that feeling of achievement. I'm much. I'm very much an achievement style player, like objective, like focused on what I'm focusing on, kind of thing. So, and I love that feeling when you start to feel like you're getting that gear, like you see your character just kind of like blossom a little bit in PvP. And so, from from overall though, yeah, you know, it's skill based PvP, and I think more MMOs, um, you know, need to look at doing that in the future. Well, we have reached that time in the show where we're about ready to wrap things up, but I have a treat for you guys. And I'm not real sure since we're doing this live how well it's going to come across uh, to Twitch, but we're going to give it a run. I have an SNS, a uh, Stuff NPCs Say. So I'm, I'm really excited about this. Conniff and I have been in the workshop. <laughs> we've been... Uh, we've been uh, Test ballooning some ideas, you know, really getting down to the formulas of what make these things good and whatnot, and uh, we're ready to go. So you guys ready for an SNS? I'm ready. Yep. All right, here we go. Good evening, and welcome to NPCs Say. I can't wait for the moot. Ah, uh, me too. I just forged a new stein for the occasion. It'll help me drink faster. More than Takala's Master Glass or Clen's Keg Drainer? <laughs> Mere thimbles compared to what I've crafted. Imagine a kayak, but with a handle and a spout. This has been another installment of Sh NPCs Say. Thank you, and good night. I love the fact that that was even a thing. <laughs> Again, the Norn.
Of course it's the norm, oh. right? <laughs> but the so fact good. that the guy like just like his his thing is like, I made this thing. It'll help me drink faster. <laughs> like, like he's put in like a new piece into his engine of a car. Like, this is the goal. The goal is to drink as fast as I possibly can. Oh, and then the man. way he describes it like a kayak. <laughs> I love that. I love it. You know, I, I really do want to uh, take a moment to thank our good friend, um, Conniff, Master Conniff, who is in chat with us tonight and who plays with us all the time. He is a phenomenal voice talent, and he's obviously lent his very sultry voice to our show for little bits like that, and you'll recognize his voice also from our intro. So thank you, Mr. Conniff. You are a consummate professional, and we appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, um, we should find a way to uh, to link uh, Conniff's um, his uh, Fiverr page or whatever he does right. for uh, for his voice acting. He is what I would describe at this point as indispensable to the show. So, oh yeah, uh, Conniff, see if you can throw a link up there. If you if you yeah. can't, we will yeah, take yeah. care of it for you. But since I am in the giving spirit, since it's Christmas time, guess what? <gasps> I have. Another SNS for you. Live show twofer. Okay. So we have another one. All right. Here we go. Good evening and welcome to NPCs Say. Much appreciated, stranger. Stranger? That's the commander, you dolt. Well, sorry, I don't have my deck of Heroes of Tyria flashcards handy. This has been another installment of NPCs Say. Thank you, and good night. Oh, I love Asura. It's so good. God, dude. That's so good. My deck of Heroes of Tyria flashcards. (laughs) They're such dicks, even to each other. It's the best. Constantly. (laughs) Oh. Goodness. That was just like one of a thousand things you could pull from an Assyrian conversation. <laughs> you know, Sonny, um, the other day I was running by the NPC that we did an SNS on that says, I'm literally killing the competition. <laughs> and I stopped and just listened to like two or three rounds of him saying the same thing. It was so oh, damn funny. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. well, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this. Everyone who's here is live as well. Stick around because we're going to, for those of you here live, we're going to pass the love. We always raid people whenever we do this stuff. Uh, we'll make someone's night. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the show. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. This was a Legends of Tyria uh, for Guild Wars 2. And if you're enjoying your time here, let us know how we're doing. However, you, tu- you are tuning in, whether it's Spotify, which oddly enough is most of our listenership, or maybe you're hanging out somewhere else. Hey, we want to hear from you. So for every five-star written review that we get on Apple Podcasts, until Spotify opens them up, uh, we'll show you some love by reading your review right here on the show. You can always call us, 717-312-4676, and email us, legendsofteria at gmail.com. You can find all of our stuff at spacewizardstavern.com. Uh, that would include our Legends of Tyria podcast, the one that you're listening to right now. Wild Space, our Star Wars RPG and Cantina shows, the University of Coruscant, uh, another Star Wars show, and also some old Lore Seeker episodes. 
And actually, the voicemail thing makes me laugh because Ardeth just said, I got to stop calling and leaving voicemails of fart noises. So <laughs> we've pinpointed who that is. We're sending a team to you now. Black helicopters incoming. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Follow Jibs at Jibs IRL. Follow myself at Cash Colto. Follow Sunny at U of Coruscant. And most importantly, follow the show Legends of Tyria on Twitter and Instagram and now you can follow us all on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Legends of Tyria. Friends, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and Merry Christmas. Excelsior! Merry Christmas and safe travels. <laughs>